Welcome to the first episode of the PJ Performance Podcast. My name is Paul Woodford and I'm joined by co-founder Jack Clayton. Today we are talking all things PJ. We are pumped to be starting this venture together and I hope you guys enjoy these episodes as much as us. Welcome, guys, to the PJ Performance Podcast. Um, just like to introduce ourselves. My name is Paul Woodford. I'm one of the co-founders here, and I'm here with Jack Clayton, who's the other co-founder. Hello, hello. How are you today, Paul? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. So um, what what are we doing on this podcast today, mate? What is the, the whole thought behind it? Well, I think um, today's podcast is just about giving everybody a bit of an understanding of what we're doing, getting to know us a bit better, and, yeah, just getting out there and, and letting everybody know... Um, what we've developed over the last kind of 12 weeks or so and giving them a bit of an idea about why we're doing it as well. Yeah, so. perfect. So um, obviously you touched on there, a bit of an introduction, mate. So this is a chance. Give the viewers what they want, mate, and the listeners what they want. Give us a little bit of an introduction to yourself. Mate, not a lot to know about me. Um, just finishing off my last year of um, exercise and sports science, obviously that's how we kind of have this connection as well. Um, bit of a cricket player. Um, have come kind of come through in the last couple of years. Um, played a bit of footy too, my junior years. Um, AFL, not football pool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've just I guess been into generally into sport. Um, since I was in primary school. So yeah, yeah. well, I think you're selling yourself short a little bit there, mate. You said I don't know. About I know, that, I know you don't like going into it, but a bit of cricket and a bit of football, mate. What what are you what are your backgrounds there? What are you doing currently? Yeah, so I guess um. Throughout my junior years, I played mainly AFL um, cricket, was involved in representative teams from about under 12 onwards, um, got to about 16, 17, had to make a decision between either AFL or cricket, ended up going down the footy path, and um, I guess that was going well for me at that time, but it didn't end up working out, um, but learned a lot of great things about myself and what I wanted to do with my sport, I guess, and kind of lost the passion for AFL um, when I was about 18, didn't get drafted um, off a, a poor season in the under-18s. Um, and then I actually decided that I'd just go back and play a bit of cricket in the off-season. Um, and from there, it's kind of, you know, the rest is history. I've made my way through third grade, second grade, first grade over the last couple of years. Um, been lucky enough to score a few run- runs and win a few premierships with yourself as well, Paul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my kind of background with my sport so far. Um, and then obviously, um, I was lucky enough to, um, get a, a Bulls rookie contract, um, just a few weeks ago, which is pretty exciting. Um, but I guess the way I approach cricket and the way I'm going to go about everything doesn't really change. So yeah, I guess that's a bit of a background about myself and, and I guess my sporting career so far. So yeah. yeah, awesome, mate. It's a it's a pretty good resume there, and obviously we'll we'll talk about PJ performance a little bit more. But that aspect of a lot of different sports and being sort of that high performance environment, wanting to sort of venture in there and actually pursue it with yourself and your career, and obviously that's how we've gone into sort of the PJ mm. performance coaching as well. Yeah, I think um, well, I guess for any young sportsman, it, it tends to be a dream to play for your country or 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 play in front of a crowd or whatever it is, and. I guess that's definitely something that was a boyhood dream of mine and probably something that I 
didn't think was ever going to happen a couple of years ago, and I guess it still hasn't happened to this day, but being on the Bulls list now gives you the opportunity to push you for a, for a spot and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I guess it's always been a bit of a dream of mine and um, to finally kind of come true and, and be be a player in the squad um, is pretty exciting. So, yeah, I guess that's a bit of a background. Paul, I think that's enough about me now. So um, can you give me a bit of a background on you? So obviously you're a pom Paul by your yeah. accent and everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, can you talk me through, I guess, where you've come from, um, you know, your childhood growing up and then also coming to Australia as well? Because I know you made the transition over to Australia when you are about... Um, 18, 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, can you give us a bit of background there? Yeah, well, a little bit of a different story, I think, Jack. Um, yeah, lived in lived in England till I was 18. Uh, finished my high school career off over there. Um, played a fair bit of sort of representative sport over there. It was never sort of one of the best, but just in love sport, you know. Yeah. So, I played a fair bit of cricket, a bit of football, real football, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, right, yeah and cool. a little bit of field <laughs> hockey as well, mate, which surprised a few people. I absolutely love that sport as well. So... Played a fair bit of that at school and, like I said, a bit of representative stuff and then made the move over to Australia for a gap year, mate, as all Poms do. Yeah, um, very nice. Wanted to enjoy a bit of sun, did you, Paul? That's it, mate. Just some, um, yeah, just get some vitamins inside me, mate. So <laughs> um, I went to um, gap to school in Sydney yep. uh, for six months and then uh, went and visited my mum who moved over here when I was 16 mm-hmm. um, in a little country town called Armadale um, and had a great time there. Played a bit of sport there, a bit of representative stuff again. Um, and then just decide I want to have one more year of traveling, you know, as you do. Um, yeah, lovely. Didn't get it all out of my system. So, yeah, did a bit of traveling around Southeast Asia. Typical gap year, mate. And um, had, a, had a lot of fun along the way. Very Always nice. planning on going back to uni. I had a place at uni in Loughborough over in England. Yep. Um, and I was thinking about Exeter as well. But then had the opportunity to come and study at UQ. Never been to Brisbane. Yep. Really good sort of sports and exercise science um, uni. So, yep. made the move up to Brisbane. And then... Moved there, when was that? That was about 2013, 2014. Started uni then, graduated um, at the end of 2018. Yeah. Um, and I've been working as a sports performance coach at a company called Acceleration since. So obviously we know each other through the cricket and a little bit of a bit of work there. And yeah, since since then it's, it's been ideal. Had, you know, homes on either side of the world and experienced a lot of different things, obviously in England through my travels and then over here as well. But Really, yeah, the last couple of years getting passionate about that sports performance side of things and that's where I ventured into to work and got lucky enough to do my placement and then get a job at Acceleration. We all know that the sports performance sector is quite difficult to get a job. Correct, but, especially yeah, at the moment. Exactly, mate. But it was in the right place at the right time and, yeah, just been working there since. Now the head performance coach there and do a fair bit of cricket coaching. I'm still playing my cricket at UQ. Um, in a mighty second grade team. I know you've been through there and you've learned your trade there, learned a fair few things. I think that's where I learned all my trade, Paul. So. That's it, mate. So, um, mate, that, that's a bit about me. Obviously, not not quite a star with the sport as yourself, but I think both of us are quite passionate about enhancing sports performance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very, very different people. Yeah. As I think we found out at your 21st birthday party, mate, but <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that for another day. That's right. Um, but I think, yeah, we both have that passion for developing cricketers of all ages, but also athletes. Yeah. Um, and I know for myself, definitely the pathway stuff, and we've had a lot of conversations with guys in that in that high level, and obviously you've done some stuff at the Lions. Yeah. yeah. Um, being in that pathways, that's when you can really make make changes. And I think with us, with this sort of venture, we weren't really thinking about it as a business. No, it was right. more about you know creating a sort of profile for ourselves, showing what we're passionate about. Yeah. And for us, it sort of felt like a hobby. You know, we've yeah, been doing this pretty much full time for the last sort of twelve weeks, and had a great time. It's been perfect, hasn't it, Paul? And 
I guess like you, you touched on the high performance um, environment and stuff. What I guess what got you really interested in that? Uh, I know that you've kind of delved into a few sports and and growing up, you're obviously involved in a fair few. I guess what made you think, oh, you know, exercise and sports science in the first place? What made you think, you know, this is kind of the pathway that I want to go down as a professional? Mate, to be fair, I didn't never really sort of clicked until after, you know, midway through and after uni. Um, Yeah. Me being sort of the 18-year-old was like, I like sport, I'm going to do sports science, you know, and then find out in the first couple of years that, yeah, there's not many jobs at the end of it. (laughs) But I think, yeah, if you put your mind to it, there's there's definitely opportunities there and you've got to put a fair bit of time into volunteering, as you would well know. Um, but I think, yeah, when you can, yeah, you really put your mind to it, something you're passionate about, you'll always find a way to yeah. to get there. So I think, yeah, sort of after uni and when I started my placement and working in that environment, that really sort of got to me there and yeah. um, started working, coaching cricketers as well. And then yeah. that almost changed the way I coach, you know, looking at the way they move, you know, the way they hit the ball, yeah. the stability around it, you know, the power output. Um, Absolutely. And it, it made a lot of difference to the way I coach, especially my, my younger athletes and I think I can take, you know, a lot from the high performance environment. You know, we work with a lot of high level athletes, but mm. we also work with athletes who are um, con- learning to control their body and giving them a bit of proprioception. And yeah, for yeah. me, I have as much enjoyment out of both of those. And I think over the next few years, I'll really find out where I do want to go for, for the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite funny you say about, you know, growing up, not really not wanting or knowing what to do. And then as you got older, you're like, oh, sports and science. Yeah, that seems like a good idea because... To be honest, when I was a 12 or 13 year old, I absolutely hated the gym. Yeah. You can probably tell by my body shape, I'm slightly different to you, Paul. I see, it's built up. Yeah. But then I kind of, you know, as you said, like the sport, like the science, entered the course and look, since since entering it, I've never looked back. I've absolutely loved it. Um, I guess in terms of that high performance field, you and I are also probably quite different as well in, in, in the sense that, you know, you are really good with your coaching um you love interacting with the players where i'm probably enjoy more the sciencey stuff you know the biomechanics how people move um so it's quite interesting in that sense but yeah i guess that's how i kind of got stuck into it as well was the sports and the science and i've absolutely loved it but as you said not a lot of jobs in the it, mate. in the thing but you know, when you're passionate about something, you find a way, don't you, Paul? Yin and yang, mate. That's what yin I think you start calling myself, mate. We, uh, <laughs> I think it, it, it works perfectly. So. Yeah, that's right. Paul. Paul. What now, Jack? You're forgetting something, mate. What are you on about? The podcast sponsors. Oh, silly me. You are listening to the PJ Performance Podcast, sponsored by Acceleration, enhancing sports performance, and Accelerware, a professional management system for coaches and managers. That's better, Paul. I think what, what we'll do now is obviously talk about PJ Performance because, yeah. you know, it's something that's quite new. We've had a few people ask about it and it's obviously, it's our business. Yeah. Um, it's uh, what we've been doing for the last 12 weeks and something like we both talked about, we're very passionate about doing. So just give it a little overview. I know it's quite a tricky question, but what is PJ Performance to you? And why did you decide to come on this venture specifically with me as well, mate? Well, Paul, <laughs> you talked me into it, so I had no choice. Yeah. But no, um, well, PJ Performance, for all the people out there, obviously Paul and Jack Performance. We very, were Very original. Very original. We were struggling for names at the start, though, Paul. So yeah. I think we're happy with this. It just rolls off the tongue, it doesn't does, it, yeah, PJ? It does. um, oh, PJ Performance to me, I, I think that, um, I guess when we were talking, uh, we... 
we're really passionate about it, like a multifactorial approach to sports performance. So not just focusing on skills, um, but focusing on strength and conditioning, focusing on the psychological side of the game um, and, and trying to bring those all together. And um, I guess it's just evolved from that. You know, we, we both have some expertise in the cricket field. So we thought, oh, that's a really good place to start is yeah. to start some skills with cricket. And um, I remember the first time we went down to the nets to record some, some videos, we thought that we were going to record every cricket video and some AFL videos on top of that so we were to realise that I think we had a we had a month launch didn't we we said yeah, at the end of the month that's this right. we'll launch Instagram and Correct. I think we've only done it last week so that's uh, that makes it quite interesting we've learned a lot along the way we have haven't we Paul but look I think that um, when we were talking we kind of thought oh you know we get a lot of parents and um, people that say you know what should I be doing with my daughter or son outside of these net sessions because obviously you and I do a fair bit of private coaching um and, and, you know, a lot of schools, they have coaches who are ex-old old, ex old boys and, um, you know, they, they don't necessarily have a lot of expertise in the field. So they need quite a bit of support. And, and we just thought that during COVID, um, it was such a great opportunity to, to develop an online platform. Um, obviously, at Acceleration, they've been able to do that through a strength and conditioning um, field, which we'll touch on later. But... I just think that it's a great tool. Um, all this this online program that we've developed is just a great learning tool for any um, player, um, any coach, or, or perfect for any school or club to you know be able to take that and build on what they're already doing. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's almost like an add-on um, that's really going to help support them. And for me, I'm really passionate about that because you know, oh, as you know as well, you. you you have so many sessions with kids. You do one session a week with them. You work on something, you develop it, they get better, and then they come back to you the next week and they're back to where they started because they've done nothing through the week. Yeah. They don't know what to do and they don't have anybody to do it with. So this just offers um, any you know cricket player at the moment with yeah. a, a great tool to be able to you know get one of these programs, go with a friend, go with a, um, a parent, go with a relative, anybody, go down to the nets and they have their own personalized program that they're able to, you know, work upon their skills. So yeah. I just think that's, to me, that's, that's the, you know, the crux of PJ performance yeah, yeah. And, and how it can improve and help people. Um, what about yourself, Paul? Have you got anything to add yeah, to that, well, I guess? As much as I, I want to keep plugging, you know, our programs and keep some through here, I think, <laughs> I think I might leave it because I, for, for me, it's a, it's another aspect as well. Um, I think, Looking at a lot of online profiles um, who I follow on Instagram, mm. um, for me, the likes of people like Nathan Kiley, um, for um, even James Smith, there's different aspects of different social media sites which I absolutely love following. Yeah. Jason Smith just loves it. You yeah. Know? He's himself. He doesn't, you know... He, he doesn't have a care in the world, does he? He does not have one care in the world. But he's also educated as well. Yeah. And that's, that's something that... I can I can relate to quite a lot, you know. I like yeah. I like talking to people. I like enjoying myself. Yeah. But also love that aspect of education as well. Yeah. And you know, people like Nathan Kylie, Stephen Jones in the cricket sector. Yeah. Let alone the other people that you know are following in in terms of speed and agility. Mm. Looking at people like Altus over there, but it just gives you ideas within your coaching, whether it's in the strength and conditioning sector or with your cricket stuff. Mm. 
and it's something that I wanted to, to have as well. I wanted to have an online presence because this is something that I know I want to pursue, something I know I want to go down the road with. And whether, you know, people can buy programs, that that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but also the education, the podcast, the stuff on Instagram. You know, even our mates, you know, if they're watching our videos, they're enjoying themselves, that's good for me. That's exactly you know, um, Well, that's, that's why we started that. wasn't in the first place, Paul, was yeah. to educate people and, and make them have a laugh as well. Exactly, and, and, and integrate and interact with those guys in those top positions or, um, you know, question people about what, what they're doing because that's the way we're going to learn. And yeah. um, as much as, you know, I like to have a bit of fun, I've got a bit of nerd in me as well, mate. So <laughs> you have Paul, uh, haven't you? I want to, oh, oh, that, that, re that really was the side of it for me. Um, yeah. And then obviously we saw the the side of coaching that we can develop a business if you, yeah. can make, you know, make some money of it, why not? Yeah. But for, for, for me as well, it's to go alongside what I'm doing. I'm in strength and conditioning and sports performance that's yeah. where i want to go down yeah um again in the in the skill acquisition side later on i don't know mm. but i know that i've got a passion for this and having this on the side it really doesn't feel like a job even though we're putting nah, the hours that we are it. into it and having podcasts you know we've got people coming up on the podcast we've got some pretty cool people coming up and you mentioned it earlier the multifactorial approach mm. i think that ties in nicely and that was the first thing we put in our business model that's right let's talk about strength and conditioning speed and agility the actual cricket skills yeah um and maybe down the line looking at different skills but that's something that we want to nail the cricket first we want to help people who who we want to and we want to reach as many different people as possible wherever it's elite you know an elite cricketer we're doing video analysis on their batting yeah whether it's a, a young female cricketer wanting to get into the game but she's a little bit nervous um we're, we're hoping to reach people who've got um you know they, they've got a vision of what they want to do and if we can help them or be any assistance whether it's having a laugh on the podcast yeah or whether it's you know actually educating them on something that they might not be aware of that's exactly so i think for me that's where that was where pj performance comes in yeah absolutely and i guess in terms of our vision going forward paul where do you see going and you know where how do you see pj performance evolving um i know we've had a few discussions yeah. over this but and i think, think i think really taking it step by step like i said i i really just want to enjoy this year mm. um i don't care about you know what what we do with um you know in terms of the money that we're making from the programs you know i want i want people to enjoy what we do and to be able to talk to coaches and to talk to schools and saying Show them what we've got, because I'm yeah. I'm very proud of what we've got. Me too. Um, yeah. I'm I'm proud of what we're doing, and that that's really the vision for me to really enjoy this year. And I think after after the year we can sort of chop and change a few things, but we've always gone back to the same business model at the start, and nothing really has changed from that. Really, no, has it? It hasn't. It's um, you know, you tinker with things here and there, but in the end, I think that our vision's pretty much stayed the same, and and yeah, we've had to change things up a little bit. Um, but overall, I think that where we started, it's quite interesting where we started is, you know, we had this idea about developing this online presence, helping to educate people, whether it be in the skill acquisition or the strength and conditioning field or in the psychological field. And, and in the end, that's what we've, we've still come up with. Yeah, so, you know, I think that going forward, our vision stays pretty much the same. It's yeah. just about improving learning improving and i guess as we go on this business venture together we'll also do that so i guess the, another thing is we we kind of came up with um a bit of a tagline i think we i think it was you mate so i think you take the credit for that as well. i don't know i don't know about that paul but um your pocket coaches in sport sports performance so i guess i guess i can touch on where it originated from but um we had it we had a an, an idea obviously of creating these online programs and I thought, oh, you know, how do we kind of interact with people and 
and make them realize what we're doing. And I thought pocket coaches was perfect because, you know, anybody can have their phone on them, rip it out of their pocket, and right there's their coach, you know. All our drills and, and skills um, have, you know, purposes, descriptions, um, education, videos. You know, we, it's you and I in their pocket pretty much all the time, isn't it, Paul? So Yeah, well, I was going to add a bit to that, mate, but I don't think I need to. I think that's a great description. And I think the pocket coaches, specifically with cricket, that's where the programs comes in. Yeah. But everything we're doing is online. Yeah, um, that's with, right. With the education, with the podcast, everything's through your phone. And I think, yeah, you, you can be quite proud of yourself, mate. I don't know about that, Paul. It's probably my one one good thing I've done during this uh, no, during this business. It's great, mate, and I think it, it gets people talking. But yeah. I think it's important because we've had a few people ask, "What yeah, is a pocket right. coach? Like, yeah. why is this all over? You know, your Instagram, why are you hashtagging it? Yeah, that is why we're doing it. We can yeah. be coaching people all over the world, um, which is obviously a vision of ours as well. Yeah, because right. It's something that we we can do. Yeah, but that coming from the phone, that's exactly where we are. Yeah, and I think being online. Um, gives you that ability to be able to connect with people all around the world as well Perfect. as we've found yeah and i think i think that sums up pj quite nicely yeah and, um i think something quite important uh, as well and just to get the viewers looking forward to what we've got in the future um obviously today we had some some bowling stuff with the likes of delissa kimmins yeah very and, exciting hey um we you know i discussed it before reaching you know different people having delissa there is absolutely amazing for yeah, us, you know. Was. I coach a couple of young female cricketers, as you know, and you know to to see that and see these people on the videos wanting to help out and how amazing was she? She just came to us and was hey, like, she was know, incredible. I, I'd love to, you know, love to help you guys out. Yeah. Um, this is something that I'm passionate about as well, and it's really cool for me to meet like-minded people like that mm. and wanting to help out. Yeah, and mate, I think it was, it was awesome. So wasn't just it? the way, and even when we were doing the video, and just the way she went about it, you know. Hit the she spot chat, pretty well as oh, well. She's pretty good. I couldn't believe how accurate <laughs> she was. Um, but just the way she, you know, talked to us and wanted to engage in what we were doing, it was just, I was actually quite taken aback, to be honest. Yeah, and, I know. And I, I think going on from that as well, we've got um, the likes of Peter Clark, uh, you know, cricket Australia psychologist yeah. coming on the podcast. Um, Chris Green from the Sydney Chris Thunder. Green. Um, obviously, Chris Brennan, who you've done a fair bit of work with. Yeah. Um, these are the sort of guys who who we're getting on there and wanting to to engage with and, and conversate with. And I know it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but again, coming back to that PJ banner and what we're about, yeah. touching on yeah, what it's like actually playing elite sport. Yeah. What it's like to be a part of that high performance team as a psychologist mm. or as a strength and conditioning coach. And I think that's something that's going to bring a lot of fun conversation. Um, obviously, with myself and you, the way we are together, mate, we, we should have some fun with that. A few um, laughs here and there. But, but yeah, and, and obviously, acceleration as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess you touched on acceleration before. We should bring them up because, um, you know, they've been a great partner to us so far in helping us to, to really get our business up and going. And that's probably a big thanks to um, Stuart Briggs uh, for helping us out there. I guess you are pretty involved with acceleration paul so do you want to give the listeners a bit of an idea of what acceleration do and yeah. and um also you know how we're partnering up with them as well yeah yeah of course so i've been with acceleration for just over two years now and i've been a head coach there for about a year and for me acceleration is sort of instills the very similar values as to what we do at pj performance and we obviously talked about the multifactorial approach and Speed, agility, strength and conditioning is such a massive part of an athlete's career. And 
not necessarily just at the top end. For me, it's about the developmental stages and creating quality movement patterns, creating correct deceleration, change of direction mechanics, creating you know hinging patterns. There's there's so much research out there that shows the benefit of strength training, mm. not necessarily you know putting loads of weight on you know young younger athletes, but teaching yeah. them how to move correctly, be strong in different planes. Yeah. Um, and I think what you can do in creating programs that are going to transfer from the gym to you know the court or the field and i hate the word specific when it comes to strength and conditioning because the most specific thing you can do is play your sport but i think there is specificity within the movement mechanics and and things that you can improve and that's where acceleration comes in so we've obviously partnered up with them they've got the same software that we're using yeah and to create online programs so even if it's you know obviously we're, we're mainly to do with the, the sort of cricket side of things but if it's an athlete who plays football the real mm. english football yeah, the real football but, uh, AFL. There's the, also AFL. AFL rugby. They've got the opportunity to go there. Yeah, and there's programs already created for them. All online too, as All well. All online, exactly. And again, linking into the the pocket coaching. Mm. So that that's really how we link in with them. And the most important thing, and I think if we if we are getting people on the podcast or we're teaming up with someone, we're very passionate that they align with our goals and our values. Correct. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. And you know even though we might be quite different people, we're quite like-minded and um, talking about, well, I've obviously spent some time in acceleration doing my placement there for uni and, um, you know, the way that they uh, help their athletes, whether they be an expert or a beginner, um, is incredible and the drills there, as you said, are specific, even though you hate the word specific, but, you know, they're going to help you to become a better athlete and, whether it, whether the exercise you're doing is super specific to your sport or just a general foundational kind of exercise, what I've seen there is the way that they program, the way that they um, apply their craft, helps or or does really help athletes to to yeah. to reach their potential and their goals. So, and I think I think the last point on that is the coaching side of things. Yeah, that's where that's where the passion started for me as well. Is just the way that things are coached. Yeah. You know? You can give the athlete the best program in the world, but if you don't know how to make the athlete change, you can't help them. Can exactly. you? Exactly. So that's something that that we always talk about. I know when we we're in the cricket nets, you know, we're there for half an hour, fifteen minutes past, you know, the session, talking about a few things, and the way you can interact with with the client or with the athlete is how is how you're going to change it. And with acceleration, that's a huge part of it. And with the online database, the coaching cues, and yeah, they're able to coach from you know from where they are mm. in Brisbane to whoever needs it. So I think that's that's where that lines and that sort of sums it up quite nicely about what we're about, um, you know, who we're, who we're working with, why we're working with these people yeah. and what we've got coming up. So um, I think, yeah, th- that sort of gives the viewers an overall sort of um, yeah. oh, description of what we're, what we're about. And I think you touched on that coaching as well just then, just to add to your point, for me, one of the most rewarding things is when you work on something with a kid or, or an adult, whoever it is, um, and then, you know, they go out on the weekend and they perform or they go to the next, next session with you and they're able to do that thing that you taught them but better. Like, the amount of, I guess, um, enjoyment you get out of that is really why coaching keeps me coming back. And, yeah, yeah. And I know that's the same for you as well. Yeah. So Just like when I taught you how to scoop, mate. Yeah, well, I'm not getting much better at that, Paul. So. Yeah, right. Well, I might have changed my strategy going forward. Man. 
Next week on the podcast, we're lucky enough to have Cricket Australia women's and pathway psychologist Peter Clark. He joins us and talks all things sports psych. Here's a little taste of what he had to say. And ultimately, the thing we love about sports is that there's always uncertainty, right? The worst team could be the best team on a certain day. Um, a bad call could be the difference between winning and losing. So there's uncertainty a lot of the time. The conditions you can't control um, often. The opposition you can't control often. So the only thing you can ever do is really control what you do and focus on yourself. Um, but a lot of the times the default is to think about the things that are uncertain that you can't control, and that generates a, a response of anxiety generally. So it's really about how do I understand myself. There's some default ones as a human being, but for me specifically, what are the things that trigger me? You know, when I'm operating at my best, what does that look like? You know, what am I thinking? Uh, what am I feeling? More importantly, what do I do? That and many more great insights with Peter Clark on the next episode. Okay, let's get back to this podcast. Now, Paul, you made your primary grade debut this year for UQ. I guess for the listeners out there, can you give us a bit of an insight into how it, it went and, and set the scene for us a bit, please? Um, it was out of Ipswich. It was 43 degrees. and It was a, a tough introduction as, as a keeper, a, wasn't it? As a pom, mate, I'm not used to that sort of environment. <laughs> 43 degrees at Ipswich. I've never had such a good preparation on a Friday night before a game, mate. You should have seen him. Hydrolytes, Paul. Hydrolytes. I'd Carb say, loading, everything, mate. I tell you what, Paul, you must have swear those hydrolytes out after about two minutes because your back was a, I mean, a, a swimming pool. Yeah, it, it was. Pretty, it was pretty, pretty warm, wasn't just it? Just work hard, mate. Just, just work hard. hard. Well, bef- <laughs> before we just keep rambling on, I think we should we should finish there. And I think for for the listeners, um, I hope this sort of gives you an understanding of what we're about, um, what we're going to do going forward, and. Um, feel free to yeah have a look at our Instagram or Facebook. Our website, like I said, is, is really is for everyone. Um, whether you just want to sort of enjoy me and, me and Jack taking the piss out of each other um, <laughs> or, or whether you want to, you know, learn certain things, whether it's about running mechanics, whether it's about, you know, bulletproof and hamstrings, eccentric loading, whether it's cricket specifics, you know, the, there's going to be a little bit of everything on there. Yeah. So um, I hope you guys get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Absolutely. And Paul, before we wrap up, we do have our favourite segment, don't we? we do. Battle of the Brains. Battle of the Brains. Battle of the Brains. Now, we have been taking all our podcasters, um, all guests on the podcast, through the Battle of the Brains so far. Um, for all you out there, we have got some pre-recorded podcasts already. Obviously, through COVID, we were able to do that. But I thought it was time that Paul and I did a little Battle of the Brains together. So, Paul, I will ask you three questions. Perfect. Ranging from easy... Too hard, although I do think mine are quite easy to be honest. All right, let's see how we go. But we will start off. All right, I might stuff up this first name, but we will see. Paul, question one <laughs> Which club did Thierry Henry? Thierry Henry. Leave, Thierry Henry, mate. Thierry Henry leave to join Arsenal? Was it A, Lazio, B, Inter Milan, or C, Juventus, or D? A scene line. Now, before you answer that, Paul, cover the answers up. We must highlight that you are into your football or soccer, as I like to call it. Yeah. And you do follow Arsenal too, don't you? I do, mate. So that's why this question has been asked. So, Paul, is the answer A, B, C, or D? Would you like me to repeat those? I'm gonna go with C. Paul, that is correct. We certainly about that one. I was I was a little bit nervous. Where are you, Paul? I know with my English football, it's just gone completely downhill since I've moved over here 
not good. Have not followed it one bit, mate. I've I've had a bit of banter oh, with a few boys who like it, but yeah, yeah. if I if I didn't get that, mate, I think my dad would disown me. To be would honest, would he? Yeah, he's a United fan, but he wouldn't be happy with that. It's awful. All right, all right. Question two. We've moved to English cricket now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get this, I don't think I'll get Oliver Mower at UQ Cricket Club. Yeah, go on. He's gonna get us anyway. Okay, who has scored? The most test match runs for England. Is it A, Kevin Peterson, B, Jonathan Trott, C, Paul Collingwood, or D, Alistair Cook? Yeah, it's got to be a chef, mate. Is that D? Yeah. That is correct, Paul. Good man. Well done, Paul, well done. All right. You have made these quite easy. To I have made these quite easy, but this know, last one... I know this last one, you were talking about my weight, mate, so... I'm this last one's a bit of a stitch-up. All right, go on. Paul, if you're a boxer... Competing in an Olympic amateur boxing competition. Yeah. Which weight division <laughs> would you fit into? <laughs> would it be A, the light heavyweights? <laughs> would it be B, the heavyweights? <laughs> would it be C, the very heavyweights? Or would it be D, the super heavyweight? Well, I don't know <laughs> if... The really heavyweight is definitely not... Section. I'm going to go super heavyweight. Paul, that is correct. Three from three. Super heavyweight. That is very well done, Paul. They're poor questions, mate. Paul, they were quite poor. All right. Well, I've got three for you, mate. So All good right. luck with this. You might want to cover them up considering I can see through the piece of paper. Okay. Or don't look. All right. Question number one. Yes. What is your dog Oscar's birthday? What? Is it? You should know this, mate. Otherwise, you're literally going to be in a doghouse. <laughs> is it? A, November 19th. Is it B, November 21st? Or is it C, November 23rd? I don't even know who gave you these facts because they don't know. They do. Your whole family do, mate. You should know this. They all said it straight away. Did they? I mean, I'm going to go for A, November 18th, uh, 19th. Correct, mate. That oh! Was, that, was such a guess, very, mate. that was a good guess, that one. Your mum and dad are not going to be happy that you pause there. No, right. not. Knowing you as the schnuff that you are, mate, I think yes. you'll get this straight away because I think you would have worked this out. Question two. What is your first grade average in all formats oh, in the last two years? Well, is it A, 52.6, is it B, 57.7, or is it C, 58.4? Right. Surely, well, I surely thought, you've snuffed yourself out. I thought I snuffed myself out when... Um, we did that team of the decade, but I don't think that that's there. Okay. Uh, was it 57 point something? 57.7, 58.4, or 52.6. So A, 52.6, B, 57.7, or C, 58.4. Paul, I'm going to have to go for B, 57. You're <laughs> correct, mate. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I knew that it couldn't be um, 52, and I, I didn't right. think it could be as high as 58, so... All right. That was a good well, guess. Well, you'll get all of these now because you definitely know this last one. So I hope I do. Question number three. Who has a faster time pro agility score? <laughs> There's two answers for this. Is it A, me, or B, you? Yes, okay. That's an easy one, but I hate to give the answer. What's the answer? It's A, Paul. So. Correct, mate. <laughs> That's a proper stitch up. No, hang on, hang on, on, hang on. Paul's had about four hundred cracks of that pro agility. I've had one. Also, weigh about twenty more kegs than you. So, well, 
That's very you're, nice. the, you're the elite sportsman though, apparently. So Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. Well, uh, Jack and I are just going to continue to have a bit of a domestic here, but um, that, that wraps up this episode. Hope you really enjoyed this one as much as we did and look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks very much. Well, that wraps up the first ever episode of the PJ Performance Podcast. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed getting to know Paul and myself a bit better and learning what PJ Performance is all about. If you want to find out more about us or get in touch, you can reach us at www.pjperformanceau.com or on our social media. Our Instagram is at pj underscore underscore performance and we've recently just started up a Facebook page called PJ Performance. Hope to talk soon.